Hello everyone, my name is Dr. Srinal Patel. I'm your host and medical director at Skipta Nurt Stella, and it's a privilege to be here with you today. I have Dr. Watson, um, who's gladly joined us today for this Q&A video. Dr. Nathaniel Watson is a neurologist, sleep disorder and sleep medicine specialist and shares his exper expertise on new treatments, modalities, on improving safety, efficacy and QOL in patients with insomnia. Thank you, Dr. Watson, for joining us. It's really a pleasure to have you. Um, there are a few questions that I had for you, if you don't mind uh, me asking, and then, um, you know, we would love to see what you have to say about it. So the first question I have is, when a patient presents with insomnia, how does daytime impairment come up in the conversation? Yeah, hello, and it's good to be with you today to answer these questions. So. When we think about chronic insomnia, we have to realize that daytime symptoms are a part of the required symptom complex in order to make the diagnosis. And as such, it's really our responsibility as providers when a patient raises a, a sleep complaint such as insomnia to us to explore these, these daytime symptoms. Now, you know, sleep doctors have a tendency to think about the nighttime effects of sleep and may, maybe sometimes always don't consider the daytime symptoms, but we certainly know that the daytime symptoms are an important aspect of the disease that patients want us to address. And so, uh, you know, it, it has to come up in the conversation. Um, you know, if, if the doctor doesn't ask about it, I think the patient needs to be sure to bring the daytime symptoms as a part of the complaint so that they can get all the aspects of their insomnia addressed with treatment. Thank you for that. Um, and then will you please share what are some of the impacts of daytime impairment due to insomnia? Yeah, sure. So, you know, individuals with chronic insomnia disorder, they, they typically note feelings of reduced well-being and kind of a general malaise during the day. And so, you know, some common waking symptoms can include fatigue, excessive daytime sleepiness, sort of reduced motivation to do things, trouble with concentration and attention and, and memory functioning. And they might just also be irritable. They might have problems with with having a low mood as well. Some people report reduced performance at work or in school or just generally impaired social functioning. Uh, you know, there's also this issue of, of some uh, people with insomnia that they'll attribute uh, errors or accidents at work to their sleep difficulties. And then lastly, sometimes somatic symptoms like headaches or gastrointestinal dysfunction will occasionally be attributed to ongoing sleep difficulties by these patients. Yeah, and um, another question that I have is how does daytime impairment impact your treatment decisions? Great question. So as we mentioned previously, daytime impairments are part of the required symptom complex to be diagnosed with chronic insomnia disorder. So as providers, we're really responsible for making sure that that improves along with the nighttime uh, related issues. Um, you know, again, as I previously mentioned, sometimes doctors would say, oh, insomnia is a nighttime problem. I got to address the nighttime symptoms. But research has shown that when you ask patients what's the biggest problem 
in relation to their insomnia, they don't point to the night, they point to the day. And so I think that speaks to the importance of us addressing this. Now, part of the reason why providers might de-emphasize the daytime symptoms is that very few clinical trials that have been done on insomnia medications have primary or secondary endpoints related to, to daytime functioning. And so when we read these clinical trials and we don't see daytime uh, related symptoms being addressed, that maybe makes us think that maybe it's of, of lesser importance, but we know that's not true when we talk to our patients. So, you know, there, the, the, although there's a paucity of data in general, there are some medications that do have uh, data showing improvement in aspects of daytime symptoms, uh, such as esopiclone, uh, suvorexin, lemborexin, and doritorexin. And we also know that cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia uh, can also improve daytime symptoms. That's great. Um, so what are some of the newer treatments for insomnia and what have your experience been with these um, options? Yeah, so, you know, if we think about daytime symptoms and really insomnia treatment in general, you know, these newer dual orexin receptor antagonist medications or what we call as DORAs, uh, have some uh, good findings to suggest that that they can move the needle here for for patients. So these medications they don't sedate the brain like traditional insomnia medications do, but rather they reduce the wakefulness signal in the brain, and and that's how they help bring about sleep. So you know, subarexin's been shown to improve daily functioning and quality of life. Uh, Lemborexin has been shown to improve morning sleepiness and alertness at the 10 milligram dose. And then Doritorexin has been shown to improve daytime sleepiness at the 50 milligram dose, as well as improve mood and uh, cognition. So I, I think if we look at this as a whole for these dual orexin receptor antagonist medications, my take is that Doritorexin has the best data of the group. They use something called the insomnia Daytime Symptoms Impact Questionnaire, or IDSIC, uh, which is a validated uh, patient-reported outcome measure uh, to address sleepiness, cognition, and mood in their clinical trials. And this is the first time that a validated instrument like this had been used as a secondary endpoint in an insomnia clinical trial. So at the 50 milligram dose, Doritorexin improved daytime sleepiness in a statistically significant manner compared to placebo. And then also exploratory endpoints showed improvement in overall IDSIC uh, score, which includes sleepiness, mood, and cognition, as well as individual endpoints of mood and cognition. That's great. Thank you so much. And thank you for taking the time out today to you know, talk to me about this. I think it's really important to know about insomnia and put that awareness out there. So thank you. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thank you.